What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 193 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is LJ Lowry, and with me I have Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. And Shelly Walter. Hello. Today we are going to be talking about uh, Fortnite's Black Hole, uh, the mystery behind that, and uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s next movie. And then lastly, an entire list of everything coming to Disney Plus at launch. But no, don't worry, we're not going to read the entire list. You can do that on your own. Um, so before we get started, we want to give a big shout out to our Patreons, Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Casey Koval, Sam Watson, David Curry, Hannah Bacon, Dan Aiello, Trey Brayband, Peter Tallow, Michael Miller Jr., and Hannah Goose. Thank you all so much for what you do and your support. Alrighty. Uh, let's see. So, uh, we do have a good discussion question this week, but before we do that, we're going to go through the usual stuff, and uh, we'll start with gaming. What have you guys been geeking out about? I have not been playing anything now. <laughs> I've, I, I've been very unmotivated to play video games recently, uh, which is an entirely different story, but I did manage to pick up more Three Houses that have been slowly getting through that i'm still not even to the time skip yet in my second playthrough so i'm just trying to get to that because everything everything before the time skip is i believe the same for all three routes which i didn't realize at first and then i realized okay. like after playing again i'm like oh this is actually just the same but, but i'm sure the interactions are different right the interactions are different right so so before i was with blue lions so i would talk to dimitri a lot and dimitri would share his opinions on things so now because i'm leading the golden deer it's talking to claude and claude shares his opinions on things so it is different there that's true but the actual events that happen are the same it's just different people reacting so okay yeah cool still a great game that's still one of those ones i do want to get to at some point yeah, it's still, yeah, it's it's a fun one. It's a good, while it is very different from other Fire, Fire Emblem games, if you want to try it for, you know, try getting the series, I don't see why this is a bad choice. I think yeah, it's, a good choice. it's been a lot of people's first Fire Emblem. Yeah, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. What have you been playing, Joe? All right, well, more Destiny 2. I've got up to 924 light level. Nice. I'm almost raid ready. Probably another week of doing all the gear quests and stuff. Hopefully, and I'll be, I'll be there. I had to slow down a little bit uh, because of like reviews and stuff. But I, I played yeah, a little bit I've, this morning, and I'm eight seventy. So, so I played twenty five hours of it the launch week. I played <laughs> yeah. five hours of it since then. So I, I slowed way down because I've got other review obligations now too. We got stuff starting to pump back up for for the fall season. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm plugging away. Still still getting there. Cool. Um, Still a little bit of Borderlands 3. Not much. Got to get about one session in last week, couple hours. Nice. But we're getting through that story. Uh, the one I've been playing the most this week is one I'm playing for review. Um, I expect this review to be up next week. Mm -hmm. It's a game called A Knight's Quest. Oh, yeah, that looked cool. Okay. It's on Switch. the The art style is fantastic. It, it's a neat looking, cartoony kind of colorful Zelda style game. Is kind of what it initially feels like. Mm -hmm. um, you can tell it's not a first party game. It's got some some jank to it. The writing is pretty good. They got a good sense of humor. They do use some foul language, believe it or not. That's interesting. I would not expect that by the look of that game at all. I didn't expect it either. <laughs> that's, but it's that's there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm through two of the dungeons so far, and the dungeon design's pretty good. Huh. I don't know if it's on par with a Zelda game, but it's it's good. I'm having a good time with it. It's fun. Sounds like it's close um, enough. So, yeah, with the sense of humor and, and the great art style, if you can get through a little bit of that janky gameplay, I think you'll have a good time with it. If you've not played Breath of the Wild, that's probably going to be more your speed. Yeah. Okay. Um, but if you've already beaten Breath of the Wild and you're looking for a game like that, well, this doesn't have the open world. Uh, it does a little bit. Huh. Yeah, yeah, it does a little bit. 
but uh, I'm having fun with it. I'm having fun with it. Cool. So maybe it's um, closer to akin to like some of the earlier 3D Zelda games. Yeah, yeah, maybe. It's got one of the things that I've been enjoying is that it has the ability to grind on rails. Oh, that sounds cool. <laughs> kind of like a ratchet. Is it ratchet and clank? Ratchet and does clank does grinding? it. Uh, Sonic, the Sonic Adventure games do it. Yeah. So it's got that, but some of that is a little janky. Uh, that's that's what's frustrating. Like jumping from rail to rail, if you barely miss one, you're gonna fall or something like that. So mm-hmm. cool. combat feels it, it lacks the impact that I would like it to have, mm. but the game is still fun and the characters are cool. Nice. But like I said, foul mm. language. So yeah, yeah, that's odd. <laughs> It's, I've only seen a couple of cuss words, but it's still real weird to see that with the rest of the game. I wonder if it's, like, yeah. minor foul language. Because, like, even some anime have, like, a few, like, minor, like, what would be considered minor according to, like, an ESRB or, like, a rating, yeah. maybe. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't check the ESRB rating on this. Um, it would not surprise me if it's teen. Sometimes, the sometimes they don't even... I noticed when I go to do a review and I go to the ESRB page... They don't even actually have the ratings sometimes if it's an indie game. But if you go okay. to the eShop page, it actually has an ESRB on there for some reason. I have no idea why, but... I've seen that too, yeah. It's weird. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Don't think about that, usually. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's all I've been playing this week. So, what I've been playing is uh, John Wick Hex for review. And uh, I remember last week you guys had mentioned that I was going to be probably hitting up that one. And sure enough, it yeah. was me. Um, so it's, it's pretty cool. It, it definitely makes you feel like John Wick in the sense that, um, it's, it is a strategy game, which is weird. Cause you'd expect like a third person shooter or something. Um, but what, it, what it does is, um, it's the idea that you're basically choreographing a scene, uh, like it would play out in a John Wick movie. And so it's all oh, about, interesting. yeah, so it's all about, uh, when, you know, time, it actually uses a timeline at the top, kind of like, you know, how RPGs have like a timeline for like character actions, but this is an actual timeline for like movement when your enemy fires a gun or any actions your enemy takes matches up with yours. And so the idea is to plan your actions around that timeline so you don't get shot or so that way you know where to move when they are moving. It's pretty cool. It does have a replay system, which is pretty neat. So kind of like super hot in the way that uh, after you finish a mission, you can hit the replay button. And, oh, gosh, yeah. yeah, and so you can see your actions play out. The only thing that uh, the replay uh, thing kind of takes some of like, I don't know, it, it, it ends up looking kind of janky because in the replay mode, it's got fixed camera angles. And sometimes when he goes to certain spots on the map, it'll switch camera angles and it's kind of... It's kind of a mess. Yeah. And so, like, even some of the animations are a little stiff, you know, because it's like a turn-based strategy game almost. Except it's not... Okay. It's not really turn-based, I guess, because your enemies kind of move as you do. But it's kind of almost got, yeah. like, an XCOM-style, like, format. It's like if you crossed, like, XCOM with, like, Super Hot. And, uh... But John Wick, he's got a lot of his, you know, disarming techniques. He can do strikes and... Um, you get grades at the end of a mission. Uh, like the one I get a lot is, um, it, um, it's this foreign word, but uh, the meaning they have behind it is that, you know, John Wick's aim is true, you know, like meaning that like I m- didn't miss many shots. Okay. And so it's kind of neat because cool. that kind of tells me the areas I'm good in, I guess. But it's a little janky and the story's all right. It takes place before uh, the events of um, him like meeting his wife and stuff like that. If you guys have seen the movies at all. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. so it's a prequel. It's like a far back prequel, so that way they're not really attached to anything that the movies do. Oh, that's probably smart. Yeah, like uh, there was a thing, uh, the Twitter account, uh, Can You Pet the Dog? They actually shared yeah. They shared the thing, yeah. and it's like, no, you can't pet the dog, because if John Wick had a dog before, you know, before the events of the movie, then they would be meaningless. <laughs> Yep, that's true. Yeah, so that's, that that was that's a good Twitter profile. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, One of my favorites. Yeah, like uh, for a boy and his blob, it's like you can hug the blob in a boy and his hug blob. Hug the blob. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite. I'm like, I love that game. Um, so the other game I've been playing is Days Gone, and so that's the one that Cody got to play at PAX. Oh yeah, yeah, the zombie game. Mm, I'm actually right. enjoying it quite a bit. It's better than I expected. 
it's just kind of a standard like it doesn't do anything interesting kind of like that makes it super different from like maybe like a last of us or something something yeah. that's doing something different they're just kind of basic zombies they the horde stuff is in there but not like all the time like they kind okay. of touted it um, in the beginning uh, I like taking care of my bike. The whole thing is like I feel like the way your bike is in this is like how your horse is in Red Dead. Like you're, you want to take care of your horse in that game the same way you want to take care of your motorcycle in this game. Okay. Um, Got it. Yeah, so it's pretty fun. Like the physics of the motorcycle are cool because you don't always have to hit the gas. So like you can slide through like the trails. It's set in Oregon, so like you can like slide through the mountains okay. and stuff. Like when it rains, I uh, I kind of don't hit the gas too much and i let my bike and like the mud in the like the physics do the work for me so i'm like coasting oh, wow. i'm like coasting through trails and stuff like trying to avoid zombies as like it's mm-hmm. all raining and stuff like that it's pretty cool okay that's cool i like that yeah but the the gunplay is cool you can set like traps and stuff uh how's the story story's all right um it's it's interesting because uh like deacon st john is the main character and he's this biker looking dude but it feels what i like is it feels post that life like there's things he's definitely been through in in flashbacks and stuff that they kind of show you that kind of tells me like okay maybe this is you know the person he was in the past but he's definitely different now kind of deal um their characters are kind of interesting uh, a little bit uh, i'd say there's better games that have like better character and arcs and stuff but they have leaders of like these two different bases and so as you do missions throughout the game and stuff you can decide kind of which leader that you want to do things more for you like siding for with a faction yeah yeah pretty much and so i I got into that a little bit um like uh, i did a mission where i found this like drug stash and so you could give it to this person who will like help you like get better weapons because their shop has better weapons or you can give it to this other person's camp who, um, the person there said they would hook you up and help you fix your bike better and things like that. So there's different incentives, I guess, for, uh, okay. for some of the missions you do. Okay. But yeah, it's not, it's not as bad as I feel like everybody was making it out to be. I mean, I'm sure there's yeah, a lot I of definitely, I definitely fixed. thought it wasn't going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, my, like it's a decent game. My sister kind of said the same thing. She enjoyed playing through it. I'd say it's more like, it's not, I wouldn't say it's like an eight or anything. Like me personally, we do have a review on the site that I recommend people go check out. Uh, but for me personally, I'd say it's about like a seven, 7.5. Okay. Yeah. So cool. yeah, that's what I've been playing. So uh, what do we got for the gaming news? All right. So uh, not our biggest news of the week, but maybe the most substantial. Yeah. Call of Duty Mobile has become the biggest mobile game launch in history so far. It's got over 100 million downloads already. That's and, a lot of people. Well, And this will put it into perspective for you a little bit. PUBG Mobile had 28 million downloads, and Fortnite only had like 22 million. Wow. That's also a lot of people. That's still a lot, but for Call that of Duty That is still a lot too. of people. But Call of Duty is getting five times that, four or five times That's that. That's crazy. I mean, I guess Call yeah. of Duty has the name behind it, you know, for somebody like the most casual of audiences to see like, oh, there's another Call of Duty on the App Store. I should check it out uh, kind of deal. But that blows my mind with as popular as Fortnite is. Yeah, that's true. That that the numbers would be that much higher for Call of Duty's mobile. That That is very significant. Like, that's still pretty out there. Yeah, that's wild. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. I've not tried it yet, but I kind of want to. Yeah, I've actually been playing it. Um, I've act- I've played with a few relatives too, and uh, it's surprising because it feels like they took. It's almost like a greatest hits like map set. Okay. Uh, from some of from some of the games, uh, they have like uh, Crash from I think that's it might be. Oh yeah. They have Crash. Uh, they have Firing Range. They have Nuketown, obviously. Uh, they have. I hate Nuketown. I mean, I hate that map. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it is a greatest hits map. I gotta but, get that um, out there every time yeah, I talk so about it. <laughs> <laughs> the other map they have that I really like, which was a popular one in Black Ops 2, I forget the name of it, but it was the one that was like on the on the yacht. Oh, yeah! That's, yeah, yeah. that's one of my favorite maps. Um, but they have, a, they have a bunch of them. They have... They might even have one from like Advanced Warfare in there somewhere. Uh, okay. One that I think is from there, but... Um, it's really cool. It plays 
very close to an actual Call of Duty game. So you actually, for the easier gameplay is that you can aim your gun and it'll shoot automatically. Okay. Uh, but also you can set it to like an advanced mode where you can actually push a fire button to shoot. And so... Okay. Yeah, it, it's really cool, but it's basically standard Call of Duty multiplayer. I mean, they have a battle pass. They have monetization stuff. Uh, that They gotta, I mean... Yeah, why would, game. why would you change it so that you have to shoot if the game will do it automatically for you? I don't know. I guess it's maybe you want precision or whatever, but... <laughs> Okay. Even then, like I do find, like it 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 blows my mind because that is the only Call of Duty game I can actually get first place on my team on, and then it was literally one of the first games I think I've ever won a solo battle royale match. Oh, okay. But maybe they got battle royale in there. Yeah, yeah. So they have battle royale in there too, which I didn't really get a chance to explore the map much, but the layout looked like it might be similar to Blackout. Man, I hope they bring Blackout to Modern Warfare. Yeah, that would be pretty sick. I, I've heard inklings that they may be making it its own standalone thing. That's what they should do, I think. That would make sense. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've enjoyed that game a lot. I'd say it's worth any Call of Duty fan checking out, because for me, I only spend like one or two days with a mobile game and kind of drop it forever. Right. But with this one, it's easy for me to... like. When I'm waiting for people to leave at work, you know, before I lock up, I can get in a match or two and, you know, and go home or whatever. Uh, I played a, a couple rounds with my stepsister's boyfriend the other day and, you know, he has an Xbox and I have a PS4. Normally we don't get to play Call of Duty together, but that was one of those moments that we were able to do that. So. And if you both get this year's game, you'll be able to play together. Yeah. Cross-play. Yep. Ooh. Yeah, this this Call of Duty is going to have crossplay. Yeah, Sony up, opened Love up that. the floodgates recently too, so that we'll yeah. probably see more of that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about Fortnite, we mentioned it earlier with the Fortnite mobile numbers, but uh, something happened. We were recording this on Monday night. Yeah. Something happened yesterday afternoon that yep. has the Fortnite world in a tizzy. Uh, <laughs> They basically shut down Chapter 1 by sucking everything into a black hole. Yeah. And we were we were over at my brother's house after church. <laughs> and my nephew walks outside and he's like, Fortnite's gone. <laughs> what? What, do you, what do you mean Fortnite's what? gone? <laughs> he said, they sucked it all into a black hole and the game's done. <laughs> like, he, he thought they She's killed so... the game. A lot of people uh... did. And I think they played it off that way, too. Oh yeah, they let them think that. And man, my 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 nephew wasn't the only one, but it caused a lot of grief. Yeah. Um, my speculation, things I've heard and seen in different articles recently, and knowing the way that I think I think they usually do their maintenance on Tuesdays. By the time this podcast goes up, you'll probably be playing Fortnite again. I would guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's all just a ploy. Like, it's a great marketing scheme. It. it is a great yeah. marketing scheme. But my so. cousin, my cousin, my, my nephews, like they've used all their, you know, they've used like years worth of allowance on skins and dances and stuff. And they just thought that it was all gone. It was all gone. Dang. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I even, I even put out a, a message on Facebook, like, cause there's so many parents that are on my friends list from church and their kids play Fortnite. And I'm like, Hey, here's what's happening. You know, just wanted to let you guys know. And a lot of people ended up sharing it. I got some comments and stuff and. I, it was. I didn't think about it until this morning. I was like, you know what? I should probably say something, considering I'm like the resident geek at the church. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's wild. That, that's a really good. <laughs> it's, it's a really good scheme for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see. Like, I don't care about Fortnite at all. I blocked yeah. them on Twitter. I had to go un. <laughs> I had to you go unblock up. them. I had to go unblock them long enough to see if they tweeted anything about the end of the game yesterday. Wow, that's funny. See, I don't, I don't pay attention to Fortnite. I don't play Fortnite, but I'm, I didn't think to block them. Like you're just a step further than everyone else. Wow. Everybody, everybody that I watch, that's uh, there's so many streamers that I don't watch because they play Fortnite. And oh yeah, it's still people that friends of mine would retweet or whatever. No, and so I don't, you're like, I don't, don't want to see this crap. If they're willing to play a real, a real battle royale like Blackout, I'll join. I'll, yeah. I'll go watch them. My, my beef with that game, though, is I never got the hang of the building. And so at some point, the game just became about building the tallest tower you can. Yeah. 
and that was it. That's how you won. So I kind of just, like, to me, if they figured out how to nerf that somehow or do something different with the building, I would play that game a lot more. But just, so there was still, they, uh, it was a high skill ceiling, pun intended. I was going to say, I should, I should preface it with good Fortnite players are incredible. Yes, yes. Okay, I acknowledge sure. that. I cannot keep up. Yeah, same. I can't keep up with that building at all. Like, I'm an I'm an okay marksman. You put me in a game like PUBG or Call of Duty Blackout, I'm okay. Oh yeah, I can do I can do well there. Give me some. I cannot keep up with that insane, crazy building. Yeah. And so it doesn't interest me. I'm right there. And now they add like yeah, hoverboards fair. and golf Bunch carts. Of weird <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I am interested as well because you got to think it's going to be a big enough overall or big enough update for them to do this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they're completely replacing the world map with this. Yeah, and I think there have been leaks and stuff by now that have already been saying that's what's happening. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it, it, it'll it be interesting just to at least follow and see how the map, like what kind of stuff they've got in the map and how the map's going to look and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I've, I've, I've ne- I have not been tempted to like re-download it to actually get in there, but I'm just going to see what Oh, I'll, I'll never re-download it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unless it's to play with my nephews, or unless they remove building, I'll download and that's it. it. Oh, that would be interesting. They could just take the fort out of Fortnite and just call it night. Yeah, I'd be down. Um, that's it for news this week. Cool. Moving into the pull list, we got quite a few things coming out this week. Yeah, it's pretty uh, significant. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of it's Switch stuff. Yeah. Let's go. So, Overwatch is coming to Switch this week. Yeah. Maybe not the best time for a release. Right, right. Yeah, and they couldn't really do anything about that. Yeah. So Blizzard's we'll under a goes. lot of fire. Yeah. And they deserve it. Yeah. Uh, they do. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just awkward just... for Nintendo, honestly. <laughs> awkward. Oh, that's a bad... Yeah, that's a bad... Bad timing. Yeah. Bad timing. Um, also coming to Switch this week, uh, I almost called it Switcher. <laughs> Witcher 3. Yes. Switcher, honestly. Yes. Yeah, the Switcher. That, that's the nickname um, it's got. <laughs> from everything I've seen, the full game is there on that mm. little cartridge. Yeah. But the resolution is apparently really low mm-hmm. compared to... I guess the resolution drops as low as like 800 by 500 something. Ooh. Oh, yikes. Uh, but it's dynamic, so it tries to kind of bump it up and down. Hmm. I don't know. But hey, if it has no frame rate issues, then that'd be interesting. I've heard it's it's blurry Witcher Three. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, cool. you know, the fa- uh, no frame rate means something different since like Link's Awakening even has like frame rate issues, you know, yeah. things like that. Yeah. So it's magic yep. what they can do with those ports. The game coming out this week I'm actually most intrigued about, though, is Ring Fit Adventure. Oh, yeah. yeah. The health RPG. The health it PG. looks... I, I might get it. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of intrigued. My girlfriend was talking about it, and she was interested in picking it up. Yeah. That's cool. So. It looks kind of fun. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen... If anyone listening has seen the vlog footage of it, but if you have, it's just... Uh, you're just like running around these cool places and doing cool stuff and fighting monsters and it's straight up RPG so you it's like turn based and you have to do these different workouts and then the best the better you do them the harder you hit mm-hmm. and, and like you have to like flex your abs to defend attacks and that kind yeah, of stuff it's so you, wild you actually have to run to move around in the world, and right? The main enemy is a bodybuilding thing. dragon. That is the coolest. Oh, thing that's ever. right. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I guess my only concern. I don't know if I have enough room. For yeah, it. I definitely. Don't. Uh, I realized when watching some people play it, you kind of need a little bit of room to to do like the little job jog and to do like planks or whatever they make you do. Yeah. Um, and I don't. I just don't think I have enough room. <laughs> Here's the thing that really blows my mind about it. If you want to get in crazy good shape, you can try to beat this game fast. Yeah. From speed what I heard, game. <laughs> you'd be literally nah. speed running. Well, here's the thing. I heard that, uh, I don't know that this is true or not, but the speculation I heard was that if you play this two hours a day, two hours of physical activity a day, it's still going to take you two months to beat the story. What? Wow. <laughs> that, that doesn't motivate you to to keep working out though honestly like that yeah. that's a super yeah. smart move because i think the problem that 
they've had with other games like the uh, like Wii Fit Training game and Wii Sports and stuff is that there's no there's no story there's no kind of ending yeah. goal there's just a bunch yeah. of different activities that yeah. um, you do over and over again to try to reach a goal I would say like for I think like the the scale right like you had this scale and maybe you were trying to complete some sort of personal goal that you set there but no this is giving you a goal it's saying you have to mm. defeat this boss you have to reach this place you gotta save the world and that's way more at least motivating for me to keep going back to it and i'm sure lots of other people yeah when i first heard about this thing i thought there's no way on earth they're gonna make a workout game cool and it actually <laughs> looks pretty cool with a dumb-looking ring, like it yeah. looks ridiculous. Just but... imagine seeing some like somebody walking by, seeing you play that game, going with the, <laughs> with the, with the... y'all I've can't seen... see it. Listen at home, but LJ just flapped his arms like yeah, like, I can just pumping in and the, out. Like, uh, somebody walking by your room mini or something. Game. Just that's a mini game where you try to like squeeze it as fast as like possible. Yeah. Like oh, I've seen. Yeah. So I think. Uh, so I follow a bunch of professional Smash players on Twitter, and there was a couple of them who went to Japan to like some Nintendo event, and they tried out the game, and they did that mini game, and they were going so fast. And I'm like, what? <laughs> they should find this? a way to adapt that controller for Smash. Oh, somebody oh, will figure it gosh. out. I great. wonder. It would be amazing. I don't think they would do this, but it'd be really cool if you could use that for Mario Kart. Oh, I just yeah. got an idea. Okay. I just got an like idea. D- yeah, like Dark game. Souls is on Switch. Oh, Holy cow. yeah. If people have beaten that with guitar controllers and stuff, they're going to find a way to beat Dark Souls with this controller. So, so let's think about this, right? How many different how many different controllers there's been for the Switch at this point because we had the little Pokéball. Oh yeah. Um there was the Dragon Quest thing, right? The little slime they the had slime that controller, for yeah. Pro Controller made. Um, they have, besides just the regular Pro Controller, which is like a actually decent controller, um, yeah. there's Joy-Cons, and then there's this thing, yeah. which I guess, I don't know if it's really considered a controller if you put the Joy-Cons in it, but it'd be, I'd be very curious to see if there's some way you could use it to Play do stuff. things. Like, because what it looks like in, in playing these the game is that you strap them in, you know, one on your leg and one in this thing, but you don't actually, like, interact with them that much. I think you interact with them mostly when, like, choosing something from menus. I think I saw someone, like... Yeah, that's true. ...using it to choose uh, attacks on when you're, like, attacking something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... So I don't know how well a full-fledged, like, controller thing it would be, but that would be really fun to you see. You have to do that mini game to use like an Estes flask or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd be you very actually have to run around to the world. Oh. Because if they if you if they are going to give you a big piece of hardware like that, it'd be really cool to see it be able to be used. You actually games. have to throw yourself yeah. at the floor like to do a roll. Like, <laughs> to dodge roll. Oh telling you dark dark oh. dark swools. Dark swools. <laughs> Should be a thing. Oh dark man. Swole, dude. All right. <laughs> um, some of the other games coming out this week include Children of Morta, which I thought had gotten a delay, but I'm not sure now. It looks like a neat game. Mm-hmm. Um, Gunvolt Chronicles Luminous Avenger X, Ooh, new Gunvolt. which is kind of a... I think the Gunvolt Chronicles are kind of Mega Man-styled games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackbox Party Pack 6. Another one. Yep. Travis Strikes Again, the No More Heroes collection. So if you're interested in those No More Hero games. And the one that... The other one I think will be interesting for people to check out is Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. I think that's oh. free to play. Um, I didn't think that was coming out yet. Actually, that's... yes. It is free to play, I think. Okay. Yeah, so free to play comes out this week. Yeah. And I think I saw somebody at work in the Slack at work say that they were already playing it on PC. Yeah, Um. they had the, the Founders Edition we were able to buy like a month ago. Oh, okay. and so that's what they did. They rolled out features so that way uh, it was like an early access thing. Okay, mm-hmm. I like those games, so I'll check that out. Yeah, it's worth at least checking out for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's it for gaming this week. Cool. So, have you guys watched any movies lately? I have not seen any movies this week. All right. 
I watched too many movies this week. Cool, go for <laughs> it. I none of them were new to me, um, but there were some I haven't seen in a while. Basically, I had a friend over. We had a friend over Friday night, and they were just staying the whole night, and we didn't really watch movies necessarily to watch them intensely. It was mostly like something kind of beyond in the background we can casually watch while catching up and just riff so on. We them. ended up watching. We ended up <laughs> watching uh, five movies. Wow. <laughs> that night. Um, which was more than I was expecting, but we just did it. In order, we watched Monsters, Inc., Princess and the Frog, Surf's Up, Madagascar 2, and Robots, which are all very different. Robots is good. Uh, I haven't seen that. What is Robots? Robots is... I don't remember when it came out. It's not a new movie. That's the Um, one with you and McGregor. Robin Williams in it. Uh... They're all robots. I don't know what else to say about Wait, it. is that the one where he's like a robot butler at the beginning of it? What am I thinking? There's a, there's a Robin Williams You're thinking movie of Bicentennial he's... Man. This is an yes, animated Bicentennial movie. Yes, Bicentennial Man is what this I was thinking This is an animated movie. This is an animated oh, movie. Okay. It's got Ewan McGregor in it, I think, was the main robot. And then Robin Williams is a side character. It has a lot okay. of big names I didn't Yeah, there's a lot of big names watching. in that one. And I also good. fall asleep when watching it, so I don't remember most that, of it. That's a, that's a good one. It's I didn't realize how many freaking little inappropriate jokes were in that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have a lot of them. That might be another DreamWorks one, to be honest. I think it is. Um, I don't quite remember, but that one's interesting. Anyway, mm-hmm. so none of those were, I guess, super new movies to me. I, I don't know if I've ever watched Robots all the way through by in one sitting, but I did not do it again that night because I... It was like midnight and I wanted to sleep, so that's kind of <laughs> what happened. Um, but that's that. And then I also watched, I, I hung out with more friends yesterday, Sunday night, because we record on Mondays, and we watched Bedtime Stories with Adam Sandler. That's a fun one. Yeah, and, and I, I realized don't I don't I don't like Adam Sandler, but I do like that movie. <laughs> Adam Sandler is definitely like, I hate to say this, but, well... Not really before your time, but it's like that... Well, yes, before your time. Like, definitely, like, early 90s to, like... To, like, maybe even early 2000s. But his movies are just dumb, slapstick, like, comedies. It's just interesting. We we kind of made the uh, reflection. We fre- reflected about how he plays the same character in every single movie he's in. Yeah. But he doesn't even play that character very well. Like, he doesn't <laughs> even act oh. very well in that part. So... That just was like, oh, I don't really like Adam Sandler. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> but like they, I do like bedtime stories. They take one concept. Like, like with so. Happy Gilmore, it's like, hey, you know golf? Let's just make a movie about golf. We don't need to be accurate with it. Let's just make it and just goof make off. A movie about golf. Like he, yep. he just gets all his friends together and makes movies. That's kind of just what he does. No, and, and, and people watch it and they, they like him. Yeah, so. it's silly. Like that's that's why yeah, we'll get to it later. But that's why his movies, I guess, have been done really well on Netflix because people just get yeah. to throw them on and just enjoy them, or or like you said, put it on in the background kind of deal. Yeah, very true. I mean, they do have a they have a purpose. They have an audience. That's mm-hmm. very true. So, and we will we'll, we'll touch about it later in the news. So, <laughs> yeah. um, LJ, did you watch anything first? Yes, uh, I watched the Dark, the Dark Knight trilogy. Oh, solid. Yeah, I actually solid. have. Whoa maybe 45 minutes or so left of the dark Knight rises i haven't finished all of them entirely but after i watched the joker last thursday i got in this weird like dc kick where i was just like you know what i'm just gonna watch stuff and just watch all the batman movies yeah so i had the dark knight trilogy on dvd but then uh voodoo has this uh, disc to digital program where you can convert any discs you have to, to digital and so i had dvds because i'm like this does not look good on my playstation and so for five bucks a movie, you can convert it to, to digital and have like a full HD version. And so since I have movies anywhere, it showed up on not only Voodoo, but my Amazon Prime account, like my Google account, like everywhere. So I watched all three of those. And uh, I got to say, I think Batman Begins is probably still my favorite. I, I know that's kind of not the popular opinion because everybody loves dark dark night and everybody loves the joker which you guys talked about that last week you know, yeah kind of, kind of why people do but mm-hmm. i like joker for uh his kind of diabolic plans in that one okay 
And so he's very like diabolical in that. Like Heath Ledger is still kind of crazy, but yeah. just the a lot of the stuff he brings upon the characters in that movie, I think, is what's fascinating to me. Um, Dark Knight Rises. It's funny because I feel like that movie got memed the most. So there's a lot of lines in that movie that I just can't help but think of memes. Um, yeah. Even the Dark Knight to a degree because there's that line about like yeah some men just want to watch people watch the world burn and watch then, the world burn. And then there's, true. Then there's yeah. the whole meme that came from like, you know, uh, the whole yeah you weren't born you were born in the dark I was molded by it kind of deal you know whenever Batman's fighting Batman yeah. and I'm just like, man there have been meme culture like ruined that movie for me but <laughs> I really like Batman Begins because it felt very much like they were still doing classic Batman. But kind of modernizing it. And so i that's what I liked about it. Like putting it in a real world setting. Yeah. Um, but even in the new Joker movie, I noticed the common theme that I guess I never really knew about Gotham in the first place. Is that Gotham as a whole is, meant, is always in a poor state. And, it's, and I guess it makes sense because there's criminals everywhere. Uh, but I feel like both the Joker movie and those Dark Knight movies kind of put an emphasis on the kind of poverty and the kind of, and the kind of chaos. There's that a that huge city. wealth gap. Yes, yes. And so it's it just kind of like surprised me. That was a theme I never picked out of Batman was the whole like state of Gotham kind of deal. So, but yeah, it was good to watch those movies again. Yeah. So that's what I've been watching. Darkness is your ally. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 there you go. That was the proper quote. <laughs> so, okay, we we have two good segues. I guess I'll just since we were just talking about Batman, I'll yeah. I'll go with the Batman news first. Do it. Um, then we'll move on to Adam Sandler. But uh, the next Batman movie is going to be the Batman, and we've kind of talked about it before. We talked about how Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman, and that's that is official. Yep. I don't think we discussed that when it became official, but it is official. Robert Pattinson is the Batman. Yep. Mr. Sparkly Vampire going up Where against you like it or not. Actually, having s- having seen um, Lego Movie 2, the Sparkly Batman thing is quite hilarious. I don't know. I <laughs> When I think of Robert Pattinson, I think of Cedric Diggory. And I love Cedric Diggory. Mm. Everyone gives him flack for Twilight. He doesn't even like being in Twilight. So I don't know what everyone... It's the same thing that happened with... Uh... I forgot he was Cedric Diggory. <laughs> yeah, he was Cedric Diggory first. Yeah. And he, he was great in that role. Um... Yeah, it's just, it's a little bit sad how, like, every actor and actress got tainted if they were in Twilight. Mm-hmm. Except for Anna Kendrick, for some reason. Everyone still loves her no matter what. But, I think um, people forgot she was even in that movie, though. <laughs> that's why. It's because they were like, wait, she was in that movie? Yeah. Yeah. She was. Just literally movie. about to say, what? What? Yeah, she yeah. was in that movie. Um, she somehow slipped under the radar of getting hate for yeah, it. Yeah, she was so, a side um, character. Um, anyway. I hate that I know that, but I do. I've seen all the Twilight movies. No, it's fine. No shame. I mean, <laughs> it uh, happens, okay? I've read the yeah. I've read some of the books too. Well, you tried. Yeah, um, that's too far. <laughs> anyway, that's not necessarily new news. A lot of people knew that Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman. What is new um, now that he is officially cast as Batman? A lot of the other casting roles are getting put in place, including uh, Zoe Kravitz is going to play Catwoman. Which is really cool. I mean, I think that's a pretty good okay. casting choice. Uh, she's been in some other movies. I think she was in X-Men First Class. She actually voiced Catwoman in Lego Batman. So she's not completely unfamiliar with the role of Catwoman in general. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I think she should do a good job. She's a pretty good actress. So She was in mm-hmm. She was in Divergent. Yeah, she's, she's been in a, in a bunch of stuff. Of she was in uh, Fantastic Beasts, I think, too. Yes, that's right. She mm-hmm. was in the second Fantastic Beasts um yeah she played mm. a weird character i did not like her okay. character but i do like her as a as an actress she's pretty good so yeah that's pretty exciting um and then sort of backtracking to adam sandler and how his movies are kind of for a specific type of audience well <laughs> <laughs> i guess it works well on netflix so murder mystery i don't know if you guys knew but mur- i Forgot that was a movie that existed. I watched it and it I really liked mystery. it. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's him and Jennifer Aniston. So two pretty big names. Yeah. And especially in comedy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's it's a crime comedy, if you couldn't tell. I mean, Murder Mystery. <laughs> yeah. Crime-a-dee. Like joke for <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
that's so funny. All this to say, <laughs> it's getting a sequel, also yes. on Netflix. Yes, so and if you, if you enjoyed that first one, yeah, it's a very, uh, it's a very, uh, not hidden sequel, but it's a very, like at the end they they definitely hint at it, but it's a very subtle hint. Uh, it's been, but I also never, I never take those seriously anymore, especially yeah. with comedies. Yeah. Like with Adam Sandler, well, it's like yeah. oh, there's a you would never expect an Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah. even never like, we never got Happy Gilmore too. Yeah, so so what the thing about the the reason it's called murder mystery is because the the whole concept is played off of like what if there was actually a real scenario that ended up being like a murder mystery, yeah. and so even the end part whenever it does hint at that sequel, you actually don't even know if it's a, if there's gonna be one, but it's just so on the nose with the entire theme. It was kind of one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I won't be surprised if there is one now. Yep. So it and was perfect. Yeah, though. they they're getting it. It's gonna be on Netflix and. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there's a lot of praise for it, and I don't know if I ever want to watch it, because, again, Adam Sandler is just not my favorite person. But if you do like Adam Sandler, if yeah. you like those styles of movies, um, I guess this is one of the better ones. And it has Jennifer Aniston, and people like yeah. her, too. So Yeah, it's it's classic Adam Sandler humor, just classic Adam Sandler. So It's just it's just him yeah. messing around, doing his thing, like he always does. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. <laughs> um, a movie I'm more excited about is uh do a little very unexpected yeah, yeah this looks robert good. downey jr's next movie that he's starring in and it's like why why don't you take a, a break bro you were just iron man for mm. so long and yeah. did so much and he's already just <laughs> in another movie um so he is i Dr. don't know how to rest which is it, it, the trailer's out um looks really good really interesting yeah. it looks really Very... wholesome to me like just like a positive like good fun movie yeah, yeah it does yeah. but extremely different from hmm. uh eddie murphy's dr doolittle and that's the one i kind of grew up with and i'm sure yeah. lots of other people when they think of dr doolittle they think of eddie murphy like that's Same. true for right, me yeah. but um it sounds like they're maybe trying to go perhaps back to their roots a little bit taking a yeah. very different approach um obviously He's a doctor who can talk to animals. That's that's what's similar about these. Yeah, I believe it's based off of a book series that eventually got adapted also into a pretty old TV show. Uh, right, there was I like a was. movie or TV show or something before the Eddie Murphy ones, but um, yeah. I never saw those. So, yeah. But it, it does look really good. Uh, CGI looks fun. It just, yeah, it looks really, it looks really fun mm. in... Joe, I don't remember what you said earlier when we were talking about this, but you said it was like a mix between Pirates of the Caribbean and um, what do you? It have looks like with? the old Doctor Doolittle. Yeah. Went Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Much. Yep. It looks cool. Yeah. So if you're at all interested, just watch it. It's kind of like a, I think he even has like the accent too, so it's like watching Sherlock, but it's not like dark Sherlock. It's yeah. Like, I'm a doctor who can talk to animals, Sherlock. Yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta admit, it's cool seeing him play a character that's not Tony Stark because, yeah, <laughs> like he hasn't really done anything else in a long time. Which is fair; he hasn't really had time to. He yeah. he had like just yeah. enough time for Sherlock, and then that was I'm pretty sure it like that one and two. Um, yeah, I know there were two of those movies, but mm-hmm. it's really cool that he's. I think there's even going to be a third Sherlock movie, from what I heard. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I liked those movies, so so did I. Be- I thought there were already three. Uh, I think there was the just Sherlock Holmes and then Game of Shadows. I think it was called or something. Yeah, I thought there was only. And then there was the Benedict Cumberbatch show, uh, but that's a whole other thing. Which is different, yeah. But no, it's good for him. I I guess I always worried that with especially Marvel actors mm. that that's all the role that's all that the actor or actress is going to be seen as is their role in whatever they were doing there mm-hmm. um, whatever superhero they're playing as and looks like you know no he's not really taking a break he's jumping right into this but he's really showing like hey like i'm an awesome actor i can do more than just iron man i could do all these other parts too like, yeah and they're yeah. all fairly different i mean i guess you could say iron man and, and sherlock holmes are somewhat similar yeah but this this character looks pretty different um, and I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Total respect to him on that. Yeah, yeah, for real. So, yeah, that's our movie news so we can transition into what we've been watching for TV. 
Cool. What have you guys been watching? Uh, I watched the first episode of The Walking Dead for the new season. Oh, cool. What do you think of it so far? They are geared back, gearing back up to to take on, uh, have another clash with um, who they finished the last season with. I don't want to give too much away <laughs> yeah. for people that are... I think it's already a couple episodes in, though, isn't it? Like, for the season? The second episode would have aired Sunday night. And oh, so it's that Rachel recent. and I are watching it together throughout the week, so... Okay, I thought it, they were at least three weeks in. I think, I think last week was the first week. Okay, interesting. Cool. You've been watching anything, Shelly? I have not watched any shows. Wait, I watched more or on High School Host Club. I th- we're pretty close to being done with that. I think uh-huh. we only have a couple more episodes before we finish it off again. Oh, it's a great show. Cool. If you like if you like anime and you haven't watched or on High School Host Club, just do it. It's not your classic um I guess harem show. Uh, I don't want to use that term, but that's basically what it is. That's probably that's the, not a the good genre, descriptor. Though. It's, like, it's the genre. It's the yeah. genre of like you're. There's one girl surrounded by a bunch of guys. Yeah, or, I mean that. That's I guess the, that's other the side genre name. Is, not necessarily a good genre, but that's the genre. No, name. no, it, that is like this genre name. It's yeah. it's a comedy. It's a very wholesome comedy, very self-aware comedy. But mm. it's it's not what you think it is. Okay, it's just it's really good. Um, <laughs> that's all I've watched. Okay. Okay. That that actually reminds me. I didn't put it on the list, but I have watched a few episodes of Love Is War after you talked Sweet. about it, and then I edited yes. an article that one of our anime writers did uh, on the show, and so it really got me wanting to watch it. And I watched the first two or three episodes, and that show it hilar- just throws you to think of it. <laughs> yeah, it hilariously frustrates me because the situations they put those characters in are the so most dumb. ridiculous things ever, but they're almost the funniest things ever because of the way they react to it. It's but so, it's just also, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, why don't we just get this over with and you guys just, you know, hit each other up? Because no, they would save they, a lot of time and trouble, not. but it wouldn't be a show if they did that. They're just way too prideful. It's, it's hilarious, honestly. Yeah, that is it's still good. one of the funniest. Like, Orin High School's Club is one of the funniest animes I've ever seen, but that one, Love is War, is funnier, I would say, for sure. Yeah, I don't think I've ever laughed out loud that much at an anime because my mom from the other room asked me, she goes, what are you watching? And I'm like, uh, okay, it's about this thing. And so when you have to explain anime to like somebody who doesn't watch anime, it's just like It's kind of just like, oh, what? Yeah. Um, Even when you do explain anime to other people that watch anime, like... That's true. You got a point there. <laughs> the drill that pierces the heavens. That is the craziest show I've ever watched. Oh, yes, I love Gurren Lagann. That's like one of my favorite anime of all time. Um, so, the, but the actual show I did have in my notes is, um, Gendy Tartakovsky's Primal. Uh, and so that was a long name, but, uh, this guy, he's the creator of Samurai Jack. Oh, okay. He, he's also done a bunch of other shows on Cartoon Network, like Dexter's Lab, Powerpuff Girls, a bunch of stuff. Like if you look at the professor and Samurai Jack, you'd be like, yeah, Samurai Jack was probably his ancestor somewhere, but they're like, got a very similar look, but. This new show called Primal, it's on Adult Swim. They only started with five parts, I believe. And so they're going to do more later. But the way this guy does uh, his work, especially Samurai Jack, is it's very minimal voice acting. And he kind of tells the story through visual stuff, uh, like visual representations. And so the main plot is it's about this caveman. And uh, he so he ends up befriending this dinosaur. And so it's about them actually living you know together surviving together and like having to having to survive together even though you know one one is obviously a, a predator and the other is just you know a human being um mm-hmm. they actually go through very similar situations in the first episode so it's kind of one of those things where it has a really strong message uh, scripturally about like you know loving your enemy kind of deal you know like having to make peace and amendments with you know those that hurt you you know kind of deal um, yeah. to me, it's like, it's got some of the most awesome themes I've seen in a show in a long time. And it's got the Samurai Jack, like art, art style. It is yeah, a little more violent. Awesome. Yeah. It, it's a little more violent. So they couldn't put it on Cartoon Network, but they put it on Adult Swim. Uh, if you have, if you're, if you have like your account for your cable provider, you can actually log in to, to your account and on the Adult Swim website and watch it there. Uh, but it's really cool. I've only watched 
I think three episodes now, but it's such a good show. Like I love the themes, even for a violent, it's not that violent, but even for a show that includes lots of blood and combat and things like that, it's got one of the most beautiful like messages I think I've seen in a show in a long time. And that's crazy to say about, you know, a premise like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I've been watching. Actually, it got me uh, playing Far Cry Primal again a little bit. <laughs> to scratch the huh. itch. But yeah, that's what I've been watching. And uh, so for now, uh, we will get into the TV news. Awesome. Um, so this first piece of news is a big one, especially for Joe and Cody. Carnival Row Season 2 uh, is getting a new showrunner, and the creator has exited the series. So, it's weird to me to hear that the... that That's all weird information for me to hear. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it confirms that we're going to get a second season. Yeah. So, I'm okay with that. Yeah, so, I need to look at the details again, because I put, I put some of these notes in, like, yesterday. But uh, the creator is leaving uh, due to creative differences. Uh, I think okay. he and somebody else didn't agree on some things. I think it might have been one of the former showrunners. Um, apparently, it says in this article that Carnival Row had very mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounds like it did very well for Amazon. Um, so, like you said, though, it, it kind of confirms that you, that we're getting a second season. Uh, but I, I hope maybe... The, it sounds like from what you guys had said, I hope maybe they'll change some things a little bit. Um, because there were certain things, especially like the sexual content. I doubt any of that's going to change, but I hope maybe this new showrunner will, I guess, make it more about like you know the content of the show than really the sexual stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, so uh, let's see. Uh, I gotta find my arrow. Okay, there we go. Um, the second piece of news is that we have a list of everything coming to Disney Plus at launch, and it's a long list. I mean, you guys, anybody listening, you can uh, check out the link in the show notes. There's an article that has every single thing listed, and a lot of it is uh, some newer stuff, some Disney Channel stuff. So there's, if you're nostalgic for old Disney Channel original movies and TV shows, those are going to be in there. Uh, for somebody like me who watched the Marvel TV shows growing up, uh, the cartoons, like that's what introduced me to Marvel uh, to Marvel Comics. And so all of those are going to be there. Apparently the show Gargoyles is also going to be in there, which was also one of my favorite shows as a kid. The cartoon? Yeah, Gargoyles. Yep. Wow, that's a callback. Yeah, that I was like, yes, that's a great pick. Uh, there's going to be some of, that, some of the Disney afternoon stuff in there, I believe, as well. There's Better have Darkwing Duck. I, uh, I don't know if that is in there. I saw like DuckTales and stuff, but I don't uh, I don't know if it's going to be the new one or the old one or not. But uh, there's so much stuff in there. There's a bunch of obscure stuff. There's a bunch of old stuff. But yeah, I recommend that uh, everybody take a look at that list if you're interested. I did see there were some omissions as far as the Marvel movies go. Because there was a thing that, that said the licenses they have for those are out with other streaming uh, services and cable providers Uh-oh. right now. Okay. And so there's going to be some of the newer ones. Let me see if I could check. Oh, wait, I don't have the article up. But, yeah, it's it's mostly some of the newer stuff. There's a bunch of older st- stuff that is going to be on there, but a majority of the Marvel movies are not on there at this are not going to be on there at this time. Mhm. Yeah, but I think all the Star Wars ones are except for like I think Solo, which I think Netflix has right now. And then they, in the article I read, they referenced the Star Wars Holiday Special, which obviously they, the Lucas film wants to forget about that. But, <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. In uh, other Disney Plus related news, Liv Tyler may return as Betty Ross in She-Hulk, the, the TV show. I don't remember if they said this was going to be a TV show or a movie. Uh, I think it was a TV okay. show. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, because uh, cool. the actor that plays uh, Thunderbolt Ross, uh, uh, General Ross, who is uh, Betty's dad, uh, he said that uh, she she may return according to something he had on his Patreon. And uh, to me, that's awesome because I feel like I'm one of the few fans of the Incredible Hulk movie. 
that kind of helped kick off this whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, I liked Edward Norton a lot, even though he did have disagreements with Marvel. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that is, that's one of my favorite Marvel movies. And so I think for people that did like that movie, um, she will uh, return as Betty Ross. And Liv Tyler has been in a bunch of stuff. She was in like Lord of the Rings and things like that. So, but that also is a reminder that like, hey, this movie's canon. We didn't forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So, makes me want to watch that movie again. It's been a while. Uh, but, yeah, that's it for all the TV news. Yay. We do have a discussion question, and I feel like this may seem like an easy one, but it's also kind of tough, uh, considering other things that have happened. Uh, so, the question is from Darth Nader, speaking of Star Wars. I know we may be a month or two out from an official announcement, but what are your predictions for the last DLC fighter in the current fighter's pass for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? I, before two weeks ago, I would have said we're going to get an Overwatch character. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I would have said the same thing. But with everything that's happened with Hearthstone and... And, and Blizzard in general. And Yeah, Blizzard. I, I don't know that Nintendo will follow through on that now. Yeah. And then even I was thinking more along the lines of Terry Bogard. As, as cool as I think that is, me being like a fighting game fan and a King of Fighters fan, that is still pretty random. I feel that like they would one. have to have... I mean, Banjo-Kazooie was super duper hype. And... Mm. I feel like their last DLC character is going to have to be pretty hype as well. Because um, it's like the last one. Even though, yes, they're having another Fires Pass, which is yeah. awesome. But even then, they've really carried on this theme of taking a bunch of different characters from not native Nintendo games. Yeah. I mean, you got Joker, and you got Banjo, and you got Terry. and um, Who else? Oh, well... I don't think you should count. We don't count Plant because Plant did come from the Ron Hunt. Well, I mean, the Dragon game. Quest hero technically oh, yeah, counts hero. now too. I was too. like, I'm missing someone. Yeah, hero. Yeah. Yeah, because um, Dragon Quest Eleven is on Switch now, and and actually, all I think most of those games are on Switch now. So like the versions so really, of the hero are all yeah. accurate. Yeah, and it's smart because they're they're not originally from Nintendo, but it's Nintendo saying, "Hey, we are friends with everyone, and yeah. here's we're proving it because we're having these games on our Switch, and you can play the characters and our." you know, extremely successful franchise of Super Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. It would have totally made sense to have Overwatch, but I feel like, I don't know if they can go through with that anymore. That, that'd be kind yeah. of a really, it'd be a really dangerous move for sure. Yeah. Because um, I don't think Blizzard, like, I th- I don't know. I don't think it's going to die down very quick. So um, who would be your guys' pick then in the context of, you know, I guess what we've seen so far, maybe. Like, who would you want? Oh, I'm thinking hard. I have characters I know I want, but they're not. It's not going to be them. I want Waluigi. Well, yeah. (laughs) Everybody wants Waluigi. (laughs) I want Waluigi. I want Shadow the Hedgehog. I want Hollow Knight. Or the Knight from Hollow Knight. But I really 100% doubt any of those are going to be it. I don't think the Hollow Knight Knight would be hype enough for sure. It's still a pretty niche game. And... uh, Small, small little indie game and Waluigi. I mean, I don't know. Shovel Knight's an assist trophy, so I could see they're both assist trophies. And I guess it'd be really, it would be super hype if they did release something where it's like, hey, like just because they're an assist trophy doesn't mean that they can't be a playable character. That'd be very, very interesting take for them to do because that would open up a ton of possibilities. You know, Isaac Mm -hmm. and all these other characters that people. We're really, really, really hoping bad. to have playable from the beginning, and then they got released as assist trophies, and everyone got really upset and sad because, like, oh, they can't be fighters. But if they do something that breaks that rule, I guess it's kind of an unspoken rule. Because um, mm-hmm. at this point, the only rule that Sakurai has is that it has to originate from a video game. Can't be movie. Can't yeah. be comic books. So that that's my hope, but I I seriously doubt. Like Overwatch again, like two weeks ago would have been, I think, a very safe an understandable choice but right now it's like yeah i think it could be i think it could be cool to put the main character from astral chain in there oh yeah yeah that'd be a good one yeah i've not played astral chain but yeah that's a good pick oh i also think if they i don't don't know if they would but if they did put uh either byleth or edelgard or someone from fire oh yeah i think that'd be really another sword a lot of people would probably get upset (laughs) 
Yeah, they only have fifteen Fire Emblem characters. But all the characters are very—they—they play very different from the other sword characters. They do, yeah. Like if you put even like Claude in there, like he uses a bow, he doesn't use a sword. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's that's the thing that'd be really cool, but I don't really know. There's no purpose for them to do that if the game's been out for a while. I think my personal pick, even though he's in Rivals of Aether or whatever Ori is, Ori would Ori. be my pick. Ooh, that'd be but, cool. But uh, Ori is in Rivals of Aether, that uh, that Smash That's clone right. already. But well, then he's probably I guess not that doesn't mean to... anything, because Shovel Knight is in everything. Yeah. Um, so my pick would be either Ori or maybe uh, Rayman. I think would be cool, even though Rayman is also in Brawlhalla. Rayman. And like, um, or Amaterasu yeah. from Okami. Um, oh yeah, that'd, that'd be, be a good. Really pick. That would be cool. cool. Yeah. Or if they even want to go deeper, a, a, a deep cut would be Beautiful Joe. That's Capcom. Yeah, I mean, they've a, already got an established. Cube. Yeah, and the mm -hmm. thing is, like, they've got an established. Um, they've got a history of putting characters from. Um, oh, Bay Bayonetta's <laughs> developer. Oh yeah, yeah, Bayonetta. Yeah. Well, I mean, like uh, Bayonetta Platinum. Platinum. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Platinum is yeah, the one Platinum that did actual chain. Be, That's uh, Clover. So Beautiful Joe or Am Amaratsu would would fit. Oh, did they really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so, I believe so. Yeah. Clover Studios did those those games, so, so I think like, they, it could work. The Astral Chain characters would still fit too, because yeah, Platinum. Yeah. I mean, that's oh yeah, that's right. That's they've what literally put at. Smash yeah. characters in from that developer before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It'll all be very exciting. Um, I'm, I'm very excited to learn what the last one's going to be. Yeah. yeah. And then what the rest Waluigi. of them are going to be. <laughs> the next Fighters Pass. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? Being a fighting game fan as I am, it's funny because Smash is, doing, is experiencing the same thing because most of the fighting games I play are on at least year two or three now yeah. of their games, and so they just keep releasing more of these passes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah. same for me to so. think that Smash Ultimate still hasn't been out for a year. Yeah. Like, it feels Almost. like it's been around for a while at this point when it really hasn't. Mm -hmm. so. All right. Um, so, before we close out, or is there anything you guys are geeking out about? Anything else? Like, that's not related to our big categories? Not right now. I saw the Jonas Brothers in concert this weekend. And <laughs> that's cool. It was awesome. My third. So, that's like a reunion thing, right? Uh, kind of, well, I mean, yes. So they because they haven't really been like a thing for a while. Yeah, so they were they were popular when I was a kid, um, right. and I always wanted to. I was they were like you know, the cool boy band type thing. It's like oh, they're all brothers. That's so yeah. cool. And like they they were they had good music. I still like their music. I still listen to their old stuff. So does all. I was gonna say I'm sure people. that was like a bucket list moment. They for were me. in Camp Rock. Like come on. Uh, yeah. They were they were definitely these sort of like idols I would say for for like little girls like me. Um, right. But then they recently last like year or two came back together, released a new album, Happiness Begins, and they you know doing their doing a concert tour. And so me and my sister and so so many other people were like, hey, we did not get to see them when they were popular before, we don't know yeah. if they're going to stick together again because if they split up before, they could always split up again. So we got to go. We got to see them now. And it was amazing because they, they sang a lot, obviously, from their newest album because it was for their newest album, but they sang so right, many songs right. from when they just started off. They sang Camp Rock songs. <laughs> That's cool. I'm sure, I'm sure that was very nostalgic. <laughs> it was. Oh, my gosh. It was, again, like my 13-year-old my self was, like, crying. It was... It was amazing. So that's that's, that's cool. what I've been geeking out about that hasn't fallen into any other category. <laughs> I don't want anyone to judge cool. me. You can judge me if you want. I'm I love the Jones <laughs> Brothers. Everyone has their cool. their you know childhood crushes, okay? Who or like their celebrity crushes? Like that's everyone does. So mm -hmm. it's fine. Cool. <laughs> Um, a few things I wanted to geek out a, lot, a little bit are things that are happening in the community. Um, so I want to share that uh, we have an Inktober thread going in the Facebook community group. Oh, and sweet. If you don't know what Inktober is, it's kind of a whole thing on creativity and just drawing and, you know, being artistic for the month of October. There's like a whole prompt thing, I guess, that the guy like, who started yeah, it. There's official um, prompt. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't, the cool thing is you don't have to follow that. But we have a thread that I've 
I've been getting on our group for like the last three years, I think. Nice. I've been kind of starting that up. And so if anybody's doing some art out there and wants to share it in our community group, you know, go ahead and do that. We still have about half the month left to do that. Yeah. And so it's been a lot of fun. It's It's been having me try new things in my drawing. And some of the last couple of drawings I've done is just like, oh, man, that's so good. And it's, it's just I feel like as an artist, I'm growing because I'm drawing, I'm drawing new things and trying different things yeah, totally. because of, because of the prompt and just, I feel challenged in a good way. Cool. Um, awesome. and then, so that's been happening if anybody wants to participate in that. And then the other thing is that extra life is coming up November 1st through the 2nd. Uh, I need to reshare uh, the links on our social medias again, but, uh, we will be doing that on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash geeks under grace. I was getting a little worried there because my streaming issues were still going on and I was worried whether I was going to be able to participate or not. But this weekend, I finally got all that stuff sorted out thanks to my service, service provider. So I'm so happy about that. I'm, yeah, all the stress just like went away. I was just oh, a big sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, Extra Life is November 1st, starting at our usual time at 8 p.m. Eastern. And I think we're going to get some multiplayer stuff uh started on that and uh so in case anybody doesn't know what that's for it's for children's miracle network hospitals and uh since our organization came out of washington uh, our hospital that we are supporting is uh, seattle Woo! children's hospital it's a cool place I've yeah been there. cool yeah uh, so it's for a good cause and you know normally you know we're you know pitching patreon and we're pitching you know that you should support us but in this case you know, this is for an, another cause that's outside of ourselves, and hopefully, you know, we can reach people in that way, you know, through this ministry. So, yeah, it'll be a fun time. Check us out, and yeah, and you can donate whenever you want to. You don't have to donate. Um, you can just come check out the stream and maybe give us a follow and help us raise awareness for that. So, uh, that is it for the show. Uh, Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games. And Shelly? You can find me on twitch.tv slash Grace Tuesday nights. I might be beating Shadow Mortar this week or next week, so <laughs> I'm, I'm very close to the end. You can also find me on cool. Twitter at theshellshock24. Right on. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at WarHeroLJ. And uh, you can also find me streaming again on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Grace. And I am currently streaming... Batman Origins uh, Blackgate, or Arkham Origins Blackgate is uh, the title. That's a long title. Cool. Uh, it's a Metroidvania spinoff of the Arkham games. Cool. Uh, yeah. So that's going to be it for this week. Keep praying, keep gaming, and God bless. Peace. Bye, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. It's on.